Hello. Can you hear? Can you hear her? Come on. Come on. That was a that was a weird start. We started talking and then <coughs> Skype broke <coughs> and then the cat came in. Mm. Um, Sophie's been really really strange about the snow. I know I'm breaking the order and I know we're we're on a hard tight thirty, but I'll I'll go straight to snow being as she's here. You hear this noise that she's making? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, now she's gone. Um, the night before the snow really came, mm-hmm. um, well, the, the night the night of the night of the snow. Um, <clears throat> Very bad she... follow up from HBO. Yeah, <laughs> um, she. Uh, what a great show that is. Uh, yep. She spent the evening kind of running outside. Then running in and shouting at us as she as she was doing just now, but a bit louder. Mm. Um, and you couldn't, I couldn't work out what what it was that she wanted. Um, so I this started at about midnight. She was literally running in the room, jumping on the bed, jumping all over me, going, going dad, 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 stuff. <laughs> and then she'd run downstairs and she'd like scream from the kitchen, go, Dad, you didn't come downstairs, come on. And I you like, can't see this thing. And then she'd go outside and I'd hear her shouting from outside, go, Dad, I'm outside now. Quick, quick, quick. <laughs> and then she'd run back upstairs, come to bed and go, no, seriously, mate. <laughs> what the hell? Come on, come downstairs. So I I went downstairs and I was like, uh, I, I went into my, uh, my flow chart of how to fix a cat. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Does it need food? Does it need food, water? Does it need stage. litter changing? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I went and um, I went and threw away all the all the wet food and put fresh food. Yeah, like right there. I went back to bed. Fixed. And then she uh, runs upstairs, screaming at me. Runs back downstairs. Runs outside, screaming, screams. Oh, right, God. So I went downstairs, threw away her dry food, <laughs> her fresh dry food. All right, now you're sorted. Uh, we did another cycle through this with the water. Yeah. Um, by now it's kind of one o'clock. We did another cycle of this where I went downstairs and I found the litter tray mm-hmm. and some dry litter. Mm-hmm. And I set a litter tray up because I thought, well, there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of wet white stuff on the ground, but not a lot. Maybe she just doesn't want to have a poo in the garden mm-hmm. and I wouldn't want to do it either. <laughs> so, um, sorted out for her. She was still doing it. I ended up out in the garden because if she's, if she finds a dead thing, or if she finds a nearly dead thing, she sometimes claims it as her own yep. and wants me to see it. Yep. So I went out in the garden at two in the morning just before the snowstorm started at three with a torch, talking to my deaf cat, going, show me show me the dead thing. Signing. Show me the dead thing so we can all go to bed. And she just did the going, just shouting at me, going, can't you see it? Can't you see it? I think, is it is it a premonition about the snow? Yeah, is maybe, she maybe was like a change in air, air pressure or something. Yeah. But she was she was doing that kind of kind of spooky thing where she was just sitting in one place and staring at one thing oh, where yeah. there was nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which leads people to think that they can see ghosts when obviously, like, she can't. It's just about to snow. And and then uh, she was fine the next night. And then the night after, we got another storm, and she did it just before that. Ah, so see a pattern. I'm really pretty tired at the moment. Oh, mate. Sorry about that. So I've had two nights. I've had two nights of that, and then um, Mrs. H went off to Brussels at three in the morning today. So um, I've had another night, night's bad sleep. So how are you? I'm good. Um, yeah, been been just just had my eyes poked and looked at um, to okay. see how they're progressing. 
so that was that. I had to race home because I had to help move a website. So I've just done that. And then it was straight oh, oh, to me, recording. to you, to me. Oh, oh yep. left a bit, left a bit, right a bit. I'm Pivot. still sending uh, 1.9 gigs of an uploads folder uh, to uh, the recipients of the new website. Where, where are they? Where are they? Uh, probably London. It might have been easier to sneak in at it, mate. To what it it? Sneak in it. Walk it. Put um, it on a disc and walk <laughs> it. Sneak in it. Yeah. Uh, it's nearly there. I've got very good broadband here. Yeah. Yeah, I've got... I mean, we've, we've got a bit of a delay, but my broadband is very good, so uh, it will... Oh, you're it will that's what I'm doing. You're just saying that my broadband's not up to scratch. Okay. That's fine. It's not what I was... Uh, implying it's just that it is actually quicker for me to just send the file Um, (laughs) uh went to improv last night and uh we had our full week reviews and i was waiting with semi sort of bated breath because i i i um happened upon one of my weaknesses yesterday so this is this is long form improv um where you know you build up a scene and it might be 25 minutes which is the you know the, the the story you're building. So you've got to let the story build organically and not try and shortcut it with you know a quick gag or whatever. Um, because whatever, much with this show that whatever's in the show is in the show. Uh, whatever is said on stage is truth. It's now the thing. So if you say, "Oh, we're on the moon. Oh, there's a dildo here." Like now, that's the truth. And everyone has right. to deal with it. And I'm not that bad, but uh, I, I I figured or realised a couple of um, times I, I'm sort of I'm going towards certain crutches. Um, and but I think my course leader recognised that and basically gave me an equivalent of I'm I'm reading it like an A star of my four week review. So I'm really wow. really pleased with myself. And he said, uh, yeah, with a bit more practice, so- you could come and audition. Wow, that's amazing! So, what are what are your crutches, Mark? What are your what are um, your improv kryptonites? Give you give you an example. No, that's, that's the opposite. Yeah, I'll give you an example. Uh, we started doing a scene uh, which was in a particular. I think it's a it's a format called La Ronde, uh, which is French for the round. And um, mm-hmm. we, we there, there were very few of us uh, in the group yesterday because of snow reasons. And um, right people who live much closer to the pub where we do the improv didn't turn up mm-hmm. and some of us got buses and walked to turn up just saying anyway uh, so there were only right. you know, well you know it's important because there were only like four of us there instead of the sort of uh, eight eight or ten that usually turn up um mm-hmm. which was good because we got a little bit of like more hands-on extra time and stuff and so we did this this round where uh, I started with another person and we started a scene and we always start with this idea of you know each other you like each other you've known each other for you know x amount of time because that just gives you a a good starting point and so if you know that in your head um that's really good for for going forward and so then someone says a word and you've got to make a scene and someone said the word factory right. and we were going on going on chatting and chatting and chatting and then i ended up turning it into a meth lab um which the the reason that's problematic is okay that yeah, can be funny like the you know I, I i slipped in like you know well you take the meth and you do this and there's something like that and you, you can slip that in quite nicely the problem is mm-hmm you're then having to do a scene in a meth lab and that's okay if everybody knows how a meth lab works. 
Right. It doesn't work. You know what I mean? So like if you, if you made it into a textile factory or a, or a, a you know, um, uh, or a place where they make iPhones or knickers or whatever. That's something mm. we can all kind of get some broad ideas about, but not everyone's mm-hmm. seen Breaking Bad. And so it's that kind of thing of like jumping ahead a little bit and trying to trying to get the laugh without mm. thinking of the consequences of now we've all got to talk about a thing that we don't actually know how it operates. Um, right. But I did a scene before that, which I was really pleased with where uh, it just so happened the way the space was laid out that I was uh, stood up and my scene partner was sat down. And this is someone who's done this before. She's part of the group. So she like she does improv with with this troupe. Um, mm. And so I was kind of working with an experienced person, which was cool. Um, and uh, someone said the word space. And just because of the physics of the scene and the way it was mapped out with me stood up and her sat down, uh, I just ended up going down on one knee and doing a marriage proposal. And the guy had said later, the course leader was like, I was going to stop it, but it went in an okay place because, mm. you know, um, but it like, it ended up being really quite funny and um, got quite a few laughs and stuff. And like, you know, I, I proposed to her and she was, she's very good at, uh, at awkward pauses and just letting a scene play out in silence. And mm-hmm. so that worked really well. So, um, you know, she she just took longer than necessary to to come up with the answer, and so that just created a whole thing. Um, and yeah, so I, been, guess, I guess really the meth lab thing. Um, over time, as you get to know the people in your troop, you will know the things. You will know the places you can take them. I think it's actually more to do with the audience. It's more to do with finding common ground for the audience because oh, okay, you finding something that we can all latch onto as an idea because you're um, you're finding the common ground that we can all laugh about so it's like reference comedy in, in that sense right. in that you're you're trying to find the, the bits that we all share right because okay. that's where some of the comedy can come from once you've got a a base foundation you know like we actually come at this with a degree of truth there's very little pressure to begin with to be funny the idea is to be mm. kind of truthful and let the comedy try and come from that and that's the mm. That's the thing, and like I, I, I messed up earlier, and I, I did the same thing. Like the, right early on in the in the session, uh, we had to lie, and I just told a silly, like outlandish lie, and everyone was just like not impressed. It, the, you know, we we all knew we were supposed to lie, but because I took mm. it too far, it wasn't interesting. Like no one was engaged with it because it was mm. too silly. Um, and so those are really, really valuable things to, to learn. And I think he probably recognized that, yeah, I got the message. Uh, and so I was expecting him to put all that in the email, but no, it was like, it was all really super positive And, um, I was really pleased because he's not, it's, he, he's a man who doesn't make it his job to be nice and fluffy, which is cool. quite interesting. Uh, so yeah. Best way go. to teach that, mate. That's the best yeah. way to teach. Yeah. 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 Uh, no. So, so I thought really you were saying. I thought you were saying that um, you needed the people around you to be able to kind of pretend they were in a, in a meth lab. That's what yeah, I thought you were you, you, I mean, you do um, mm. because obviously everybody's got to buy in, and, and like I said, once you've said something, it's the yes and thing, but also added with something else. It's like once you've said something, it's now truth. So you've got mm. to then deal with it. You can't negate it. You can't be like, no, we're not in a meth lab because it's like, well. Now you've just cucked me and yeah. it hasn't served the scene. Um, and, mm-hmm. and his thing, which I, I, I do like, it's like um, you don't serve yourself, you don't serve your scene partners, you serve the scene. And everything is about making the scene work because once you make the scene work, the whole group works. Um, 
and so yeah this is this is the first time we've done anything longer than a couple of minutes uh so we each did a five minute scene and then we had to do this round thing which was um in total i think 25 minutes uh so uh this is all leading up to our um our show our live show which we'll be doing for friends and family wow and is is that an improv show or is it a device yeah through it'll improv? be an improv show wow very nice someone, yeah someone will make a suggestion and we will uh improv the shit out of it nice man that sounds really good when's that uh, it will now be in about seven or eight weeks' time, I think, because we've got a four-week break. Uh, and then, yeah, I think it will be in uh, end of January-ish. That's super exciting. Mm. Nice. Mm. So you're enjoying it then? I am. I'm. I'm. I'm still a bit nervous about about the 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 thing, but I'm I'm realizing that um, long form improv is my jam. Uh, mm-hmm. much more than short form because I'm not quick enough. Like I can be funny, but I'm not quick, uh, which is why when we do something like the leopard, I tend to, uh, and, and with a lot of shows, like I tend to kind of hang, hang back because mm-hmm. a joke or a, or a funny, witty remark or whatever takes longer to percolate for me. Uh, and, and I'm not good at that free association. Whereas you give me a bit longer, you give me five minutes and, and, and on from there and I can develop a character and, um, mm. that's really fun. I think uh, what I will say is I think you're probably selling yourself slightly short there. I've been going through that bonus uh, episode of thread that we're going to drop over Christmas, oh, yeah. and um, you, you're 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 smashing some some decent one-liners out. I don't decent, remember saying much decent, on that decent, one. Decent response gags, um, and and there there there's a lot of the material that's in uh, an arena that you're probably not overly comfortable. There's a lot of football chat. Oh <laughs> yeah, and you know you're you're really like going for it. Um, uh, I mean, uh, what I will what I will say is, is Bounder is so sharp. Oh God! Some yeah. of the things that he comes that he that he's coming out that he comes out with, and it's it is just his natural pub self. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, he's 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 a very very sharp, very quick mind. That he's boy. a proper raconteur. Yeah, no, he is. He is. Uh, Danny um, asked an interesting question on the mm. WhatsApp group about the different dynamics of because uh if you if you dear listener oh i'm addressing you but just deal with it uh, if you haven't heard beware of the leopard it's a rotating mm-hmm. sort of panel so uh one week it'll be mr john here and then john bounds and so the two mm-hmm. johns another week it'll be john and danny another week it'll be the other john and danny and we rotate more mm-hmm. or less in a pattern and um it's interesting looking at the like the different dynamics and i think you me and danny tend to mm-hmm. go silly yeah um whereas you john and john go local um mm. I'm, trying, of, I'm trying not to do that but well yeah. it, it, it's it's a it's a uh it's a pro- what's the word i'm after product yeah it's a product of who you're with and yeah, yeah. you know people push you in different directions i'm trying to think of what it is with Danny and John, and I can't. Danny and John Bounds, and I can't really put my finger on what dynamic is. Very masculine love, isn't it? I mean, that's that's a tension that we all we all recognise. Um, yeah, um, there is. Just there is just a, for a second, Mark. Yeah. Just a second. Just uh, my phone's going. Oh, things that things are happening. So uh, we will. I'll, I'll decide yet whether or not to cut this bit. Uh, and obviously, as you're hearing it, you can hear that I've either forgotten to cut this bit. Um, or I just haven't cut this bit. So uh, John's back now, so it's fine. Yep, yep, yep. 
so yeah, like I, I do think that there are noticeable dynamics um, between the groups, and that's really interesting. And as I start to learn more about how the kind of comedy works between people who aren't professional comedians, um, it becomes interesting to, to to watch for that and see the kind of places people go. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm seeing that in the improv group, and I'm you know, and and seeing that with with what we do. I think it's it's really cool. Like I have no designs on being um, a comedian um, but it's just it, it's it's fun to do and you know I, I kind of like the idea um, that if I can get to a stage where I don't have two jobs anymore and only have one job like joining something like an improv troupe might be really fun if I was if I got good enough at it uh, wow. but just for the just literally for the fun of it you know for nothing else um, because it's it's fun to play with a group like that um, mm. yeah that's oh, really cool. Yeah. Uh, so, um, how did you get on baking bread? Um, so, uh, well, the specific bit of homework was that I needed to fix my bread game, essentially. Yes. So, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know how interested you are in the in the mechanics of the bread making. I'm interested <laughs> in the mechanics of the bread making. Okay. So, um, I, I I will preface it by saying I, I have baked some bread. Okay. Um, and well that's, a, that's a snow-related bit of baking. <laughs> um, I didn't need to bake because there were some loaves left in the shop, but the shop was very – a little bit bare uh, when, when, when we went up there. And a kind of an automatic reaction to being snowed in, as I have been for a few days, is to uh, get some yeast and flour and start making bread because that's what my mum always did. Oh, She was always like, right, we well, well, can't be able to go to the shop. Let's just make bread at home. So I've made some kind of uh, – quick white loaves uh, using a bread maker, which is kind of the ex- the exact um, opposite. No, not, it's not the exact opposite. It's it's like the anathema to what I normally do, which is slow artisanal bread. Yeah. <laughs> but I've, I've used the bread maker twice over the last few days, and I've made a couple of white loaves through that. But what I normally do is I normally do um, sourdough breads. And um, while I talked, uh, I want you to just Google something for me, Mark. Um which first off before before i google anything i want to know um oh i think i know that one um i want to know what the noise is outside uh, oh sugar i was going to ask you can you hear that so i set up in here because the other room's got a dishwasher on and um then somebody seems to be uh using a let me just check (laughs) some sort of weaponry outside oh wow oh my word um, okay, I thought it was thought it was my direct next door neighbour. It's someone else. Okay, somebody's somebody's set seems to set up some sort of um, sawmill. Oh right, they're, okay, they're cool. Sawing large pieces of wood in a very methodical, yes, mechanical production line manner. Like all of these pieces of wood, they all need to be shorter. Let's make them all consistently short. Do um, you find it interesting that as Brits uh, mm, we say sawing rather than sawing? No, because that's, that's the word. It's not. Oh, okay. Go on. So, so what are you, what are you we, saying? We we put an R in words that end in a W, um, where they they. Where what, they do, you say, do you want me to say? Do you want me to say sowing? No, I don't. I'm just wondering uh, if if that's anything that's ever crossed your mind as something you've you've noticed. Because as an audiobook narrator, I say I would say sawing because that is what it is. But it's weird to say that in real life. But it's something that I've now brought into part of my conversational sort of 
patter or discourse or whatever um that it's it's becoming habit but it isn't natural there's something in the way brits say words uh that end in w for some reason we change them to an r and it's a british thing and i don't really understand what it is Hmm. so sawing uh sounds like you're saying soaring with a speech impediment but it is yeah it's just it's just it was just a thing anyway um bread bread so um i'm I'm trying to work out which anniversary this is now this doesn't the maths on this don't quite stack up i don't think maybe i I I thought it was i thought wood was the fifth anniversary and i looked it up and it is okay Okay, well, in that case, I haven't been doing bread as long as I thought I had, but I've been doing it a while. Um, I, I got for a wedding anniversary gift a baking stone and some sourdough starter and some other bits and bobs of kit. Um, That's cool. And I've had these things for perhaps five years, perhaps mm. more. I'm sure it's more. Mm. I'm sure it's more. Mm-hmm. Maybe, it was, maybe it wasn't a themed gift that year, but it was definitely for my anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, yeah, it's much longer than that. I was in my old house. So it's like six or seven years I've had this same sourdough starter. And um, if you don't know what the difference is between sort of sourdough and, and, and using instant yeast, sour, sourdough is like a uh, wild yeast that you have encouraged to uh, grow as a culture in um, uh, a container full of flour and water. Right. So you, you can literally, you could start being a sourdough bread maker today Mm-hmm. It would take you a few weeks to get to the point where you could do anything. And what you would do is you would literally get like an ice cream tub, a kiln, a jar, just a bowl, put some flour in it, put some water in it, equal weights. Mm-hmm. Um, use probably a wholemeal flour because that's going to be more there for the for the yeast to take hold on and just leave it on the side. Okay. And uh, every few days you're, you're going to want to take a little bit out and then you're going to want to add some fresh flour and some fresh water. Mm-hmm. And you keep doing that. And over a period of time, you will end up with uh, a culture in there of uh, your natural airborne yeast from around your vicinity. <laughs> oh, okay. from, your regions, from your regions, Mark. Mm, mm. Um, uh, if, if, you, if you have a fancy uh, give, giving it a try, I'll, I'll get a link for you in show notes. Um, Hugh Fernley Whittingstall. Um, he, he wrote quite a good um, kind of uh, primer on how to do it for for the, for the Guardian once, but uh, yeah, I was I was I was gifted a starter that was already set up, and it was. Um, this is this is a bit of a silliness. It was advertised as being like a fifty year old starter, the way you'd, you'd buy a whiskey that that had a vintage to it. Okay, but, but essentially, it was it was a bakery that had been baking sourdough bread for years, and the yeah, because it because it grows and it's a you know it's it's. It's essentially like a, like a plant almost. So you can harvest. Oh, wow. It and you can, you can split it off and you can share it with people. <clears throat> and that's the basis of those. Have you, ever had, have you ever been given one of those friendship cakes? No. You've not heard of these? No. They tend to be called Her- Herman, Herman the German. Right. Um, uh, there's a reason why I'm not putting things into show notes. It's because my mic is on my desk and I daren't touch my computer at the moment. That's why I'm asking you to Google things for me. I'm not yes. being an arsehole. That's fine. Uh, well, I am a bit. Um, so uh, if you uh, if you find a link for Herman the German online, and check that in the show notes. You can read it later. Mm. Herman the German is a, is a sourdough starter that people uh, get given, and you have to um, you have to feed it over a period of days, and then split it off into portions, give portions to your friends, mm-hmm. and um, then make a cake out of it for yourself. So it's okay. like a, it, it, and it's basically it's a chain letter cake. <laughs> I'm surprised you've not come across this. It's kind of a sort of thing that kind of Are like... Are you surprised? Flies through... Because well, it's, it's a thing that flies <laughs> through friendship circles 
uh, every every few years and then reappears. And it it had there was an outbreak of of Herman in uh, the <laughs> sort of social media Birmingham set of two thousand eight to current day uh, in about two thousand ten when people still used to go to meetups and things. Mm. There was it, it went around like a rash, mate. It did. They were all getting their they were all getting their natural yeasts. <laughs> it's not surprising that I wasn't part of that because I'm usually not part of things. Um, but uh, you, that's nice to know. They presented you with uh, a tub of essentially sludge. I wouldn't and, have known uh, where to begin. Instructions that said, "Grow this for a bit, share it with some friends." Uh, six years ago, oh, seven years ago, no. Uh, Eighteen months ago, now, yes. Right, okay. but not yeah, not not then because I just wouldn't have known what I was doing. Whereas now I've got a little bit handier, and I started enjoying um, bake the the baking process um, right. a few years ago. And and uh, yeah, I, I do like I, I bake the odd cake and things like that. L- l- well, like cupcakes and stuff. Maybe we should yeah. have a podium meetup, and when we get there, we should give everybody a Herman the German. Yes, please. Um, sourdough cake. Yes. So um, so my sourdough, so my sourdough. I I do quite a lot with it, and Ooh, I- sourdough. I've nurtured it over a period of time. I have split chunks of it off to give to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also hidden bits of it in the freezer in case it ever dies. Because oh, you, wow. You can, you, can, you can sort of, uh, you can freeze it into dormancy and then you can bring it back to life. Like a tardigrade. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, like a tardigrade, exactly. A lot of people are overly precious about their starter. And okay. I have read a thing on the internet about... Um, Pet sitters for sourdough starters. Oh, Christ. I know, I know, I know. Um, rise of the idiot stuff, mate. It really is. Rise. So, rise of the idiots. Oh, well done. Well done. I didn't realise what I'd done there. Thread. Oh, rise of the idiots thread. Okay. Um, so, there, yeah, there are there are services where people will mind your sourdough for you while you go on holiday. Oh, because it needs, to be, it needs to be regularly fed or it need, definitely needs to be looked after. And I've been a naughty dad to my starter over the past uh, few months. So whereas some people just leave it on the side all the time, which means they have to treat it every day, I have a process and a rhythm that means that I can put mine in the fridge and forget about it. Mm-hmm. But if I forget about it for too long, it doesn't bounce back very quickly. Right. So my normal rhythm is you take I take it out of the fridge, I feed it, I put it on the side. In the evening, I um, take some out to uh, become the go back into the what they call the mother which is the main pot okay. um and then the rest of it goes into the bread that i'm making and then i do whatever my recipe's doing some of my loaves take like four days wow. um uh but um, in, in a normal one it takes sort of 36 hours from waking up the starter so then the, the fridge starter goes back in the fridge and then three four days a week later i take it out feed it start start the process again and so mine can go in the fridge for a week or two uh without any problem anything over two to three weeks it's very sluggish and it needs to be uh, livened up. So basically, I'm doing what in breastfeeding parlance would be called pumping and dumping. I, um, I've got it out on the side at the moment, and then I'm putting it into the airing cupboard to get a bit of warmth in between times. And every day, I am taking 120 grams out, throwing the rest away, and then putting 120 grams back in the bowl with fresh flour and fresh water. And I'm going to be doing that probably for another four or five days before it's actually lively enough again. Wow. To, to, so it's 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 kind of one of those things. If if I if I manage it appropriately, I never have a problem. But periodically, I have to, I have to kind of really put some intensive feeding into it just just to get it going again. And this has been the longest period I've left it. I think mm. it's probably been since since I, since I last baked. Okay. So so yeah, that, so that's that's why I am. I have baked some bread, and uh, I am 
currently reviving. Uh, it's in intense physiotherapy. My, <laughs> my, my starter, it's not looking great at the moment. I am, I'm quite worried that I've killed it. Uh, but, but I have got a chunk of it in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, all, all is not lost. All is not lost. And otherwise I'll just, I'll, I'll get some more or, or I'll start another one. So if you find someone who's, who's got a, an active starter, you can just say to them, look, could you just feed that and give me a portion? Um, and, it, and it's all good. I think, uh, the, the, the loaf bakery in South Birmingham, mm-hmm. which you'll be aware of, mm-hmm. I, be, I believe that they sell, uh, jars of starter. Yeah. So I'll go and speak to, um, my friend Neil, who now works there and, uh, Get game to sort me out if uh, if I'm stuck. So that's that's where I'm with bread. Good good bread talk. Good bread chat. Good bread chat. When I'm when I'm back on point, I will uh, I'll talk you through some of the loaves. I do a bit more. I do some quite interesting stuff with beer. Yeah. Um, so um, you can change the kind of flavors of what you're doing through changing flowers, but you can also change the flavors of what you're doing through the liquids you use. Mm-hmm. And um, I really like using beer as a replacement for water in bread. Yeah, because you get you get different flavor profiles from yeah, um, hops, and you also get different flavor profiles from the amount of sugar that's left in the beer. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can make you can make really nice things out of like heavy dark beers with lots of malt in them. Mm. Mm. That's normally my <laughs> my Christmas loaf is normally like a, a sort of fifteen hundred gram uh, beer bowl, which is really nice. Oh, cool. So oh. there, so stay, there you have. We've mined a really interesting seam in uh, in John's uh, in John's life here. I feel. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I like You're a to... bread nerd. Yeah, yeah, I'm I a total it. bread nerd, mate. Absolute bread nerd. I love it. That's ace. If I was a better bread, I wouldn't have killed my baby though. <laughs> but you're a busy man, and you've got lots of balls to juggle. Um, well, you know, you can't keep them all up in the air at any one time. That is true. That is true. Some things are just, you know, Hey mate, um I was gonna fix my domain name a few weeks ago. Okay. That was one of my one of my homeworks and right. I finally done it. Um I had a really scary uh, online chat with Nominet. Mm-hmm. Um because my um my domain name was renewal was due. And I just contacted my hosting company and went, oh, that's due. By the way, all my account details are out of date on it. And um, uh, I want who is privacy, please just go ahead and fix that for me. And they were like, yo, John, you don't need to do that because um, you can just log in at Nominate now and, and they'll do it for you. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. And I went over to Nominate and... Nominate, like, of course, being the people who look after the .uk uh, TLD or the, the suffix, basically. Yeah, Nominate exactly. are, the, are the people who do that. Yeah, and who is privacy is a way of of them having a uh, um, up to date record of who you are and where you are, and people not being able to find it on the internet when they want to dox you, mm-hmm. um, or whatever else they want they, they want to do. So um, that's what I was trying to achieve, and uh, went to nominate, and I I was like, I don't think I've got an account here. No, um, no one does. Yeah, and so I, I so I start start putting in my email address and. It's like, um, yeah, we'll definitely send a password to that email address. So I go into my password, I go into my email to retrieve the password. It's like, okay, I've got a password, log in. And it's like, there's an empty account. I was like, well, the domain name's not in there. So then I try with another email address that I've got. And um, same thing happens. So then I go onto the online chat and I'm like, oh, I think, 
I think um, I've used an email address that I wouldn't normally use to sign up for this. Can you help me? And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. And they went through this this chat with them. Um, and the, the long and short of it is it would have been very, very easily to have social engineered my way into my own account. You see, I don't know because they can. There are things online. Um, there are certain forms of email address which are supposed to exist and supposed to be fairly universal as a way of contacting someone about a domain name. So things like admin at or you know webmaster for when that used to be a thing. And those the postmaster. Uh, these kind of email addresses still exist. Um, but even so, like. If 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 you're saying, well, my web, you're happy to say the domain name. Yeah. Yeah. So my website is theplan.co.uk um, and my email address is something at theplan.co.uk. Uh, they're they're going to go, oh, okay, well, those two things are legit. Um, mm. He's obviously, because he's obviously got control over that account. So therefore we can send email to something at theplan.co.uk about this domain which is the plan.co.uk. Um, yeah, I wasn't using the plan.co.uk, it turned uh, out. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you weren't, obviously, that's why it didn't show up. The one, but, the one particular bit of the, of the, uh, of the, of the conversation was, um, uh, she was basically, she was willing me over the line, which is really, really lovely. Um, but there's, there's a bit of the conversation where she goes, oh, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's something quite personal because I've been trying out oh. and all sorts of stuff. I've like, had these kind of conversations. They're like, great. John Hickman out. And she's like, yeah, yeah, it's John Hickman out. I was like, John Hickman at the plan.co.uk. She was like, no, no, no. The first bit's quite, um, the first bit's quite personal and specific. The other bit's generic. And I'm like, oh, so I just need to try Hotmail or Gmail. <laughs> Where are we going with this? Yeah. As it happened, um, my ISP had put my email address in wrong. And it was oh, a typo. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, we, we kind of, between, between us, me and the nominate lady worked it out, but not before she'd said, try John Hickman at gmail.com, yeah. John, uh, because that's the answer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, really no, interested in who your ISP is because it sounds like they, they are a, f- like they run a farm, not an ISP because if you're emailing the, not ISP, sorry, not my ISP, hosting my company, uh, hosting company. Yeah, hosting yeah, yeah. it seemed like if you're emailing them to ask them to do certain things, like there seems to be a lot of manual processing going on here. Which oh, I was in, I was in the support bit... ticket system. Even so, most of that stuff I assumed to be automated, so they would have a, pa- a control panel thing where you would do that, and so it wouldn't. I wouldn't expect it to be a manual process to like. Oh, can you renew this? Like you, you know. Yeah, I, so it's, there's a lot of stuff that's automated there, but there, there, there are people there as well who you can actually like talk to, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's probably at the smaller end of of, of the scale of things. Yes. But which is good, enough, uh, uh, yeah. A long time. Um, uh, a good small is, hosting company is good because the people yeah. are, are good. Yeah. So but the a, idea so of someone the mistyping, and I said, "Oh, yeah." Um, for whatever reason, maybe may me, I doubt it. For whatever reason, <laughs> there's a typo in my email address. That's the bit that I'm like, if "Hang on a minute, that, I can get back into nominate." And they're like, "Okay, that's done." Yeah. That's and I can, I can see mm. why. I can see why their first. Um, their first response was, "Don't get us to do it. Go to nominate because that's that's the appropriate thing to do." Yep, is to uh, is to give control of that part of the relationship back to the registrar. I think yes, rather than them trying to manage it, um, because the the less stuff that can be middle managed, the better. Yes, and the more efficient, the more efficient for everyone. But um, would it compromise your upsec to say who your hosting company is? Well, you can. 
I mean, I could, yeah, no, I could infer it, but that's fine. You can get the, I was going to say, anyone, anyone could get that from, yeah. from looking up the who is, because that's the one bit that you can see. It's my name surfers. Yeah. Okay. All so right. it's, it's uh, Galaxy Web. Okay. Galaxy Web Surfaces. I was just curious. I, I, I'd not, yeah. I've not heard so it. It's so. not, not a compromise of, of, of my help sec, because like you say, any, anyone who wants to find that out can find that out. Yeah. Um, yeah, Galaxy Although, of course, uh, DNS uh, is, is not necessarily an indication of uh, your hosting company, just that uh, you have your DNS with a particular provider. Oh, yeah, chances are. <laughs> <clears throat> I've uh, done enough of those kind of investigations where people don't know where their domains are or they email me because they think I have some kind of control over their domain. I'm like, a, you know, it's sort of, yeah, you often have to follow a, a trail of breadcrumbs to go, well, this is a generic DNS provider this is probably not the hosting company and then you go to look at the hosting company and it's like well this isn't a thing uh and so you've then got to try and do some other figuring out to yeah to try and find out where a website might be hosted and oh, it's I a whole it's a whole thing to do it. Hmm? plenty of ways to do it plenty of ways uh so uh good well and essentially the the not having who is privacy is how we ended up sending those people that towel that time <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i i've just done the real life equivalent of who is privacy mm-hmm. um i've registered uh yeah effectively i've registered where well, it's a forwarding address in london i've registered a new company and spent a silly amount of money on a on a domain name and um because uh of the kind of company i'm running i don't necessarily want my home address to be the registered address um and so i've uh i've set up a um uh an office which forwards my uh my post for me sweet uh, which is a registered business address. So unlike a post box, which I'm not sure can be a limited company registered address, mm. uh, my thinking is probably it can't be. Uh, this is a real office um, where the post comes in and then they send me the post. Well, for a limited company, you probably want to just set it up as having the registered office with your accountant. Uh, that's that's uh, an option as well. Um, some of them may uh charge extra for that uh but i use a website that does all the formation stuff and it's really cheap and it's all legit okay like it's you know it's it's not but you're it's not but you're going to do you're going to do the the books and the accounts yourself uh no uh whoever then becomes the accountant um I, I, I would i would suggest you you get their register them to do the registered office for you because essentially yeah. all the all the letters that say you need to send this form to this government department by this time <laughs> yeah that's uh, very true they're, they're for him. they will open them and they will action them yeah and they will they will contact you and say this is the piece of information that i need to send the form to the government to tell the government that you're doing the thing yes um so uh it's it, yeah it's it's more efficient for that as well otherwise it comes to you and then you forward it to the accountant yeah. and then the accountant comes back and goes yeah but i need the need the thing now so um that would that would be my my advice that's a that's a good fine you did not advice. ask for <laughs> uh but that's fine um that's that's good advice good okay. uh all right then well uh i didn't do my homework i i'm i regret that uh, I think what I need to do, I think the problem is I'm not being very good at um, putting the homework into my to-do um, app. Mm-hmm. I think that's all That's all it is. It's just I forgot. Uh, I, I had opportunities to sit and watch Elf. I haven't felt very Christmassy. Uh, I haven't oh. put my Christmas decorations up yet because I spent the weekend 
building a deployment tool in Python um, because that's what I wanted to do. And uh, I thought, like, I know I should probably put some Christmas decorations up, but I'm like, well, I'm 34 years old. I can do what I want, and what I want to do now is write some Python. <laughs> so that's what I did. Um, but I, you know, that the evening I could have I could have spent watching Elf. So uh, I just need to um, to put it in my in my things app. Do it. Get it done. Yeah. Get it done. So what have I got to do? Um, I've got to finish my Christmas shopping, but that's not really homework. Um, <laughs> that's everybody's homework. Mm, mm, I need to do some bicycle maintenance. I, yeah, just my, minor stuff that's not really worth. I need to sort out what I'm going to do about Uncharted Drake's Fortune on the PS3. Okay. Because I've had two discs now and they all stick in the same place. Just oh, to, no. to get interesting. Um, and I... I complained about the first disc and went, ah, you sent me a bad disc. And then I got another disc and it's the same thing. So um, I'm going to see, I'm going to write. <clears throat> One of the things I need to do is I need to find out if the internet has caught up with my problem yet. And there's an answer. Uh, Cause last time I looked, there have been similar issues in the past, but not the issue that I was talking about. So that's the thing I need to do. What else do I need to do, Mark? Um, well, you're, you're, you're doing bread things. I kind of, I kind mm. of want you to um deliver on that. Well, in in a in a couple of weeks I'm hoping that we're going to get together. Yeah. And I'd like you to maybe plan. You don't have to do it yet cuz, you know, to bring you some bread. I'd like you to plan a an an interesting loaf or, you know, a, or or a batch or whatever you people <laughs> call it. Um that that me, John, Danny and 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 you can enjoy together okay that's okay and, and so you don't necessarily have to bake it this week but i'd like you to tell that you know i'd like you to have a, a sort of a, an idea in mind of what you're going to bake okay i can i can do that and maybe have you know have some ingredients in mind and stuff so that's yeah i'm asking you to make me food john okay. basically what's happening here okay because i'm asking for free food all right <laughs> Seems fine. <laughs> uh, what are you going to make me do? Uh, sort your to-do lists out. Yep. Um, sounds like they're not. Sounds like they're not on point at the moment. No, it's um, just that one item. It's just the fact that because it's a because it's just a conversation we have. I then fail to turn that into action. So that's the, so that is a failure in your system because you're you're not actually inputting stuff into the system, right? I do for everything else. It's but the problem is I'm not giving this show enough respect <laughs> to say, well, no, this is a thing that you have to do, and that's mm. the that's the problem. The problem is purely that I'm not giving Thread enough uh, respect to to actually hold myself accountable. R e s p e c t threat. Yes, threat. Uh, socket to me, socket to me, socket to me, socket to me. So I'm putting in my list now. Watch Elf, okay. and uh, I might even tag mm-hmm. that for. Oh, I can't tag it for this evening because we're going to be uh, we're going to be speaking to each other in about five hours. Yeah, uh, or, or for four bit, about five hours. For, oh God, my neighbour's going to be so upset with me. <laughs> Because it's going to go long, and today's such a weird day. Write your neighbour a Christmas card. That's your homework. Oh, I don't want to do that, John. (laughs) That's weird. Because I have to write. I'd have to write everyone in the building a Christmas card. Nah. No, I. I I mean, I'd I'd have to, because then that's that 
that's strange and no one in this building i think there there was one person who did it and she now doesn't live here anymore um it's not something that sounds darker than it should yeah i know it does uh it's not done come on what do you need to do mark i'm going to make a soup because okay. I've been wanting to do that for a while and I haven't uh, gone and got the ingredients and I, I enjoy making like um, a butternut sh- a butternut squash soup or a sort of, um, what's the curry type soup? I forgot uh, the name. Well, and m- mulligatoni? Yes. That's a curry one? Maybe. It's just curried soup, mate. I yeah. had uh, yeah, curried yeah. parsnips and lentils the other day. That was good. Yep, you see that kind of thing? Um, and so I yeah, enjoy... Get, get your soup game on, mate. Yeah, so I'm going to get my soup game, which kind of pairs nicely with the bread game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, the, the, the co-op near me sells a nice unsliced loaf, which I very much enjoy, and they're, they're fresh baked that day. Um, mm. and, uh, and when you can get hold of them, they're really good because then you can just slice off big, thick wedges of bread, and that feels very satisfying. Tea, really want soup for tea. Yeah. Oh, you see, I like a soup. I like soup and a sandwich for, uh, for lunch. I'm oh, a big fan. Soup and a sandwich. Yeah, soup and a sandwich. I might, yeah. I might even just do that now. Cheese sandwich, tomato soup, but just done. That's just roll over. I'm done. It's lovely. Sweet. You go and enjoy your lunch. All right, I'm gonna go and uh, make soup, and I will see you soon. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.